afternoon whenever you all listen I have no idea but I am so excited to have this guest on today who's very gracious and has um been traveling and been on the road and so now she's in LA and it's nine o'clock in the morning in New York time so I'm gonna let you figure that out Armita Lopez is with us today and I'm so excited to talk about her career and all she has going on so welcome and good super morning oh my gosh uh Good morning. Oh, <laughs> 6 a.m. in L.A. time. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm so grateful. Thank you. I love it. Rise and grind. <laughs> I, clearly, clearly. So you just yes. moved back to L.A. You were living in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. mm-hmm. it, it's a great segue because I know that there's a lot of film and TV stuff happening in Atlanta, and it's a lot of up-and-coming things, but you missed L.A. Yeah. So tell me about that. Yeah, so um, I'm from California. I was raised in Sacramento, uh, but, you know, I've lived in L.A. for a few years, and, um, you know, I was having, like, a really great time. I loved it. Like, I got my start by doing commercials, and um, I loved it, but then I wanted to kind of, like, dig deeper into film and TV, and I heard that there was um, a lot going on in Atlanta, um, I found that out after my second feature um, that I shot out there. And then I was when I, while I was shooting out there for a couple months, I thought, you know what? Let me see what's going on out there. And then I decided to kind of pack me and my little puppy, Alpha, and we went out to Atlanta to try it out. And we liked it. But we know we missed our LA roots mm-hmm. and California weather and <laughs> our... It's just, you know, the fast pace of things. So um, we're back here. Well, awesome. In LA. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you grew up in Sacramento, which is yeah. a great place to be in terms of California so that you can easily get to um, auditions and stuff like that and book stuff in California. So what was the first thing that you booked that you can remember? So in in Sacramento is a little harder because you know Sacramento is like a little uh, further from LA, but um, but over there I, I mostly just did like high school plays and I did choir, I did things like that, and I did tons of plays as a kid. But then after when I got older and I was old enough to kind of know that like I wanted to do this for a career, I moved to LA, and then um, I would say you know. Sorry, what was your question? <laughs> no, that's okay. What um, <laughs> when you moved to LA? What was the first thing that you can um, oh. uh, remember booking? Oh, uh, it was a very small job. Um, it was actually, I think, an extra job or something. Um, but then they ended up having me speak. So it was like an interview. I interviewed. It was for this like show. Uh, lifestyle show in Bravo or something like that. Um, and they, they asked me to like come in and talk about like relationships 
and like what how my relationship fit it was really funny that it paid me like 50 bucks or oh, something wow. like that it was super small yeah but um that was one of the first jobs I booked from moving from Sacramento to LA it was, and I just kind of like did it just to kind of get my feet wet you know awesome. <laughs> it was yeah, I started from the bottom. Now I'm here. <laughs> and you had also mentioned that you had done theater. And so that was kind of where the performance aspect of it yeah. started. So what's the difference for you yeah. in between theater and film TV? Oh, um, well, I love theater. I feel like theater is really where the root of everything is. I just, I've always wanted to get back. Like a dream of mine is if I could do a Broadway play or Oh my God, that would be, that would bring me back to like how I started. Um, but I really love just that, that aspect of theater that like, you don't really have room for, for mistakes, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, because you, you kind of like, you're on the stage. So if you mess up, you just got to figure it out. You kind of like land on your feet, you know? Yep. And so, so you just kind of like you, I think as an actor, you learn quickly to just keep going and, in theater, you get a safety net of an audience and you get that instant feedback. And in film and TV, you kind of have to wait until the whole production's done. Is that something that, well, I guess not necessarily in TV if you're doing a sitcom, a live sitcom, but right. um, is that something that you miss or thrive off of as a performer, that audience interaction? I mean, I, like I, I, I love to see the audience interaction, of course, but... I just, honestly, for me, it's mostly knowing that it keeps your, your, I don't know, like, your bones of acting fresh and, like, you know, like, you don't, you can't mess up, you know? Mm-hmm. I, for me, it's more of, like, that. Like, it's kind of, like, the challenge is is on. Like, there's more pressure when you know, like, there's not going to be another take. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so cool, though, too, in terms of... You only get one. You know, I think it's it's good for an actor to have those. Oh, absolutely. It's... it's. It's I I love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you travel out to New York? So for me, it's just good. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I'm like, jump it. I'm like, I'm the new host now. No, it's okay. It's terrific. I love it. I love it. I love it. So do you travel out to New York to get to see Broadway shows? I have. I actually just recently went... Um, and I went and saw Betrayal. Yes. Uh, did you hear about that one? I did, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, it's a, I've heard it's, no, a, me, it's a big one. Uh, I'm telling you, if anybody ha- has not seen it, they need to see it because it's just beautiful. Mm. And honestly, the... Um, the, the director on that. So I don't know if I, I told you knew this, but I actually wrote a one act play recently. Um, I think it's made in America. Um, okay. So I, yep. I wrote it. And then right, right when I wrote that, um, I, you know, went to New York, um, and I watched betrayal and we hadn't, we were in the middle of rehearsals and I hadn't, it was my first time that I had written and directed a uh, one act play. And so it was like, oh my God, like, I really want to know what it's like on the stage. And I'm telling you, like, there was no other way to do it than to watch an actual real Broadway play to go into because it, it taught me so much 
that director alone is just he, he I mean Tom Hiddleston one of the cast members and he's just like that's insane uh, it's just so good at Broadway play so I, I would really recommend watching that and, okay and yeah so yeah mm-hmm. what was your first Broadway show that you saw um honestly to be quite honest uh that one was it. Well, that one was it. Welcome. That's so awesome. Yes. Yeah. And it was in New York. So now I like my standards are really high. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I think once you see like the best of the best, everything else is like, you have to match it. I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. Yeah. Now I'm like, I can never, I can never watch another not play like without Broadway. And then it was right in Times Square. I think, um, I forgot the actual name of the studio, but it was right by there. And I just, everything just alone. Just, wow. I was like, oh my God, I want to move to New York. That's my next, that's my next place, next town. All right. Well, we'd <laughs> love to have you here. I'm, I'm sure yeah. you will find work too. There's a lot to do here. Um, oh, Bernard B. Jacobs Theater. That's where it was. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So. Yeah. yeah. Everybody has influences in terms of why they got into the industry. Who inspires you? Mm-hmm. Um, well, so do you want, like, uh, the actor side of me or, like, um, like, because I have different... All of it. I want the actor side of you, the theater side of you, the brown person, all of it, everything. Okay. So, a person I really, really look up to, um, is Rita Moreno. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I really am a huge fan of her. I've been a huge fan since I was a little kid. Uh, one, you know, West Side Story, you know, it's all-time favorite for me. Um, and just, like, her being Latina, and she's, like, one of the only Latinas to this day, which is almost, like, should be a crime, that has won, an, like, an Oscar, a Grammy, you know, all these things. Yeah. And, you know, literally, she's just... Anybody in the game that's Latina knows that she's really kind of opened up a lot of doors. Um, and so, you know, and she's a dancer, singer, actress. But to me, I've always been a huge fan of hers. And, you know, I always kind of, like, joke, like, I, I just need to meet her. Like, I just need to meet her, you know, one day before, you know. And I hope to make it that long in the game, Absolutely. you know. Um, she's still doing it. She's been around. Yeah, exactly. She's still doing it. And so to me, it just says a lot about, you know, her and stuff. So I just hope to to be able to do it that long, you know. That's awesome. And so she's one of them. And and the acting and and the game. But I think um, directing-wise, I'm a big fan of Spielberg. And... uh, I really love his work. I, I think he's he's really great. Um, and, you know, I, I look up to Guillermo de la Torre también. Like, he's he's really awesome. I'm a fan of his, being, being that he's Latino. Um, you know, I love that. And uh, I, I, I would like to be more in the in the, the, the territorial side of things, hopefully one day, and a, hopefully a, a little girl can be like, oh, you know, I want to correct too you know absolutely because there's not we don't have that many people that we look up to as storytellers in general so mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And so I know. I'm, I love that you gave that segue because that's actually a really great question to ask next is what's the best <laughs> advice you've been given? Oh, man. Um, I've gotten some really great ones, but I would probably say um, it's not about, like, you know, the short ride. It's about the long journey, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think in acting, sometimes we want um, fast, 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 like it should happen now, um, you know? But it's about longevity, so making mm-hmm. making your way through the journey, making your connection, making your friendships, uh, and showing people that you're in it for a long time, and persevering, so being persevering, you know? So I think Absolutely. that was probably the big one, is to, to be in it for the long haul, not look at it short. Like, don't look at the journey as, oh, I'm only going to do this for right now. No, it's like, I want to do this for a long time. I want to be in the industry for a long time. Mm-hmm. What do I need to do to stay in it for a long time? You know? I love that. I love, that's a good one. I love that. Yeah. It, so yeah. if you were to give, an, give advice to young kids wanting to start in the industry, whether they're going to mm-hmm. college or whether they're leaving, leaving high school and going straight into the industry, what's some advice that you would give them? Um, I would say, to pursue it, uh, first off, because I think a lot of times people say it's not a realistic dream or something, mm-hmm. and I would say that's not true. I would say you can do and be whatever you want to be as long as you really fight for it. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to fight for, for what you want. So there's going to be hard days. There's going to be good days. But just always keep in mind that your goal is yours and that only you know, like what you can actually achieve. Only, you know, what's inside Mm -hmm. and to just do it, go after it. But just on the hard days, just remember why you're doing it and don't give up. Just don't give up. What's the hardest lesson you've learned in this industry? There's too many men in power. (laughs) (laughs) We need more women in power. That's, that's something I've learned. I think there's a lot, um, a lot. I mean, I think it's changing now, which is great. There's a lot more women being put in those positions. But I think the, there's stories are not, there's not as many stories being written by women because, mm-hmm. you know, because there isn't, they're not in positions to, to be in those studios and be like, hey, you know, I want this story made. So I think that it's changing right now, which is good. And there's being more women put in those positions, but I'd say that's the hardest lesson I've learned is that that the reason why, you know, maybe there may not be as many um, roles for, you know, especially Latinas, Latinas actresses, is because they're, they, they're not being written. Right. It's not because it's not, it's not wanted, it's wanted, but it's just they're not being written. So right. um, I think that that's the lesson, so that's why I want to be able to try to change that. You know, as a storyteller, I'm an actor, but... You know, I want to be able to create stories for us as well. So that's what I, I intend to do. Yeah. I love that. If you could go back yeah. and relive something or do something over, good or bad, what would it be? Oh, I would go back to when I was like, like younger, younger. 
I would probably, I was in a girl group. It was so funny. It was like oh, such wow. a funny thing. I was like, yeah, I was 15. And, uh, and I would probably at that moment tell my mom, like, we're moving to LA. Like, I don't care what you have to say. We're moving, you know? Um, Cause I had to wait a long time till I was actually older to actually pursue my dream because I didn't have the funds. I didn't you know, have the support. Mm-hmm. So um, I had to wait till I was older. But if I could have, try to figure out a way to get here sooner when I was younger, I would have done it because then, you know, it, it would have added a lot more um, time to, for me in, being in the industry. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is a common mistake that you see from young people in this industry? Hmm. A common mistake. Oh, I think that uh, people don't make genuine connections. They always uh, uh, kind of young people try to like kind of you know when they go meet somebody like they know oh they don't know who they are like oh who are you but then once they can know that somebody can do something for them yeah. like, oh all of a sudden they care you know yep um, they're like oh wait you're so you're so and so okay well cool now I want to talk to you um, and it's not even just young people I mean I think a lot of people in, in this era do it in general. Um, and I think that people can read through that. And I, I think if people could just make, try to make, uh, you know, make it a point to just actually meet people genuinely, I think you would be surprised the connections you can make and the people that you can meet if people just know you care Absolutely. about them and not just, not just about what they could do for you, you know? And I think that is my biggest strength is like, you know, when I go to talk to people, I don't care if you're a janitor, I don't care if you know you're the CEO, like I'm gonna talk to you and right. and I'm gonna say hi, how are you doing? Like how's your day? How's, how's it going? And I think that's important. I think people remember that, and people, and I think more people need to be kind and and care about people, not just what, what people can do for them. Mm. Mm. That was like a that was like a TED talk. I loved it. That's so true. I feel like the same way too, and that you once you find out who people are then you can see mm-hmm. real quick how the conversation shifts or it doesn't shift or whatever it may be. It's exactly. fascinating. And not always in a good way, but fascinating. Yeah. Like, like the first question I get asked all the time is, what do you do? Oh, my God. It's, like, annoying. I'm yep. like, okay, well, what I do and who I am is two different things. You know what I mean? Right. Because, you no, know, like, ask me what I, who I am as a person, I'm going to answer something else you know what I mean and and then you ask me what I do for a living yeah I'm an actor but you know I'm not acting 24 7 right you know there's exactly. other layers to me you know there's a, as a storyteller there's just layers to us to every artist there's layers yeah. so you know I just people wish people to ask you more like hey you know where are you from who are you like what do you, you know Instead of like, what do you do? I'm like, oh my God, I'll hit you with my laptop. That's hilarious. So you have managed to be a spokesperson for Alta, Nike, Subaru, a whole bunch of things. But then in the same breath, you are also a director, a writer, a producer. How has that shift Mm -hmm. been from really working your way up that ladder, if you will? Uh, how is that? I'm sorry, repeat that. How has the shift been in terms of like, you've oh, really, you've done it all, really. 
Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm still trying, you know. Um, I think when I got started, you know, I started very humbly, and I was working, like, tons of jobs just to make a living, you know. Um, and I think a lot of people would go through that here in L.A. You know, you hear it every day, like, like I packed the car, I, you know, I was a barista, I was a waitress. And so, same thing, I, I was an Uber driver. I did it all. And so I just knew, like, I wasn't going to be able to do that forever substantially to survive in L.A. Mm-hmm. So then I got into commercials, and then I was really blessed to have a really good run at them. And from there, I was able to have some money to not have to be a barista anymore or a Uber driver. And even though, you know, it provided me those means for the time, but I didn't want to do that forever. So, um, once I I made some money in commercials, I was able to throw it back to myself and invest in myself. And I started to use my money to create projects. So I created a short film, you know, last year that was called minutes, hours, days was my first documentary that I wrote, produced, directed, and it was about Hurricane Maria. And then, you know, it was a topic that I think a lot of people forgot about. And being Latina, I wanted to showcase that. Right. And then, then I wrote this one, Made in America. And so, and this one's about an immigrant story, autobiographical, biographical, how do you say it? I'm sorry. Biographical. Autobiographical. Yeah, biographical. There you go. Autobiographical. That's when my Latina side comes out, is when certain <laughs> words come out, and then I'm like, oh, there I am. <laughs> no worries at all. And so, thank you. And so then, um, you know, I, I wrote that to showcase a positive immigrant story and how, like, a, a, a stranger can help an immigrant in a positive way, mm-hmm. in a positive light, and you never know where it may lead. So, um, you know, I, I guess I've always had that passion of writing Latinx stories and like you know, I said earlier, like to write those stories to give more roles to Latinos, Latinas, because we don't have enough. So as an actor, I, I was able to do that with my own money mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm, I'm getting hired by commercials and, you know, and also, you know, when I got hired with my, my two feature films that I did, they were both based on a, a Latina role. And I'm so grateful for them for, you know, a Chicano, you know, Joe Carnahan produced a Chicano and directed Boss of One. You know, he really gave me the opportunity to have those roles because he wrote them. So, you know, I mean, and so I think that that's important for, for people to, to do. Absolutely. So I, I just think that to, so that trans, to answer the question, the transitions... It's been always happening, but I didn't always didn't always have the means to be able to do it. So my dream of mine is always to be able to create the role, but I had to I had to create the, the narrow first. <laughs> so, it's, but it's been it's been a good transition because I think they all kind of coincide. Mm-hmm. So like, I think you know being on set either way, they all, they all coincide together. Like I've learned so much from the commercial world to the film world to now you know like you know the play that I wrote. A short film, um, because actually the little play I made it into a short, so they all kind of oh wow like go together. Uh, yeah, exactly. So remember the play that I talked about. So I, I actually made it a one act play first, but then people liked it so much, and I met a producer, and she said we can make this a short. And so I, from there we made it a play into a short. So it's doable. I mean, it, it can happen. You can do those things. 
and just have them all coincide together um, and create art. Yeah. So that's so awesome. Well, congratulations. I'm excited for you and for all that you've got going on. Oh, thanks. It's, it's not always busy. You don't always have a personal life, but you know, it's, it's definitely fun. You know, What's a personal life in this industry? I mean, you know, we're always busy and working. No, I'm kidding. Exactly. Like, like for example, like, you know, I mean, who needs a personal life? We wake up at 6 a.m. and we talk, I talk to you and it's amazing, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh, which I still am so mindful You're my by. friend. Well, I appreciate yeah. it and I love it. So thank you. It's so awesome. So thank you. I want to ask a couple questions because, uh, we know you from your work and from uh, directing and producing and, and um, being a spokesperson, but I would love to have the audience know a little bit about you as a person. So I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions, if that's mm-hmm. okay. Okay. All right. At 6.33 in the morning on a Friday. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Let's go. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite color? What's my favorite what? I'm sorry. That's okay. What's your favorite color? Oh, my favorite color. Um, I would say, uh, it's really weird. I love black, but I, like, if you look at my closet, like I have so much black stuff, but if it, if you want like a, since I was a kid, I've always liked pink, like a baby okay. kind of pink. Mm-hmm. Favorite candy? Ooh, Twix. Favorite pre, uh, favorite TV show? Uh, George Lopez show. <laughs> yes, that's a classic. When I was a kid, yeah. Uh, yeah. Favorite pre-show meal, if you're getting ready to shoot or anything like that, what do you eat before you're gearing up to do your thing? So I I do two things. I, I drink LaCroix, LaCroix. Is that how you say it? Yep. Yeah, okay. I drink LaCroix, and I love to have whatever snacks are, like, are, are around. Like, it just... Anything sweet, like I just love it, and I eat the snack with the Lacroix, and I'm good. <laughs> okay. And how about when you're all done? And so after the, I shoot. Yep. Yeah, I literally may have a glass of wine and maybe mm. pizza, probably. <laughs> Sounds perfect. Uh, yeah. If you were listening to music, what is your go-to musical genre? Latino music, Latino mm. reggaeton. Like, I love me some reggaeton. Yes. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If you could do anything else occupationally, what would it be? Uh, I would be a venture capitalist. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite? I would love to. I would love to have enough money to invest in other people's ideas. Ooh. I like that. I like mm-hmm. the, I like how that, yeah, that's awesome. It's like giving back yeah. in a whole different way. Absolutely. That, I mean, that's the only reason to have that kind of money, right? It, what right. I, what else are you going to do with it? Give it back somehow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. What's your favorite movie? Sorry, cut off. What's your favorite movie? Hello? Oh, my favorite movie. Ooh, um, okay, Mi Familia, since I was a kid. I loved Mi Familia, the movie. Mm. Um, that and Selena were, like, my favorite movies. Uh, it's currently on iTunes for four ninety nine. if you're curious. Oh, 
okay. Just want well, to put it out yes, there. Yes, I love it. Um, mi, mi familia or Selena? Uh, Selena, I believe. Oh, Selena. Got it. Okay, got it. <laughs> what is your uh, guilty pleasure snack? Guilty. Hot Cheetos. Mm. What is your <laughs> guilty pleasure television show? My guilty pleasure television show. Um, oh, the, a recent one, the one um, with that Drake produced and Zendaya was in. Um, uh, oh my God. Uh, it's literally, I'm having a brain fart. And uh, yeah, a show. It's on HBO. I'm going to find uh, it. Hold oh, on a... Euphoria. Oh, Euphoria. yes. Yes. That's, that's my guilty pleasure. I love that show. I heard oh, it's God. good. I haven't so seen it, but good. I heard it's good. So good. I need, I need more of it. I need, I need to make another season. Come on. Listen, I'm, I'm with, out of I'm you. <laughs> What's your yeah. favorite holiday? <laughs> my birthday. <laughs> Listen, I'm with you. It's not, it's not a holiday yet, but you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm so with you on that one. That's perfect. <laughs> What's your favorite season? No, it's Christmas. I would no, actually, I would say Christmas. Okay. Christmas. Yeah. It's just as good. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's your favorite season? Ooh, fall. East Coast or West Coast? West Coast all day. <laughs> and favorite vacation <laughs> spot. Favorite what? Vacation spot. Ooh, um, can it be some a spot that I haven't been to yet? Sure. Okay. Um, I want to go to the safari. Ooh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I want to touch animals, and I want to like not in a weird way, obviously. Like, <laughs> I want to, I want to go pet them. I want to go pet your giraffe and tie it. That's my new favorite quote. Of, that's my new favorite quote. Oh, that's literally my new favorite quote of, I want to touch animals. Not inappropriately, yeah. of course. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's my new one. Not in a weird way, of course. <laughs> I'm getting it on a t-shirt. It's going to happen. Yeah, um, do it, do it, do it. Armita, I am so grateful that you woke up so early to chat with us here on Triple Threats and Beyond. You are a joy to have on the show, and anytime you want to be on, please let me know. We'd love to have you. Before we go, I do want to make sure our listeners can find you. So where do we look? What do we do? How do we follow you and support all that you're doing? Yes! Thank you so much for asking. Well, um, my my personal one is the Armida Lopez. All that jazz across the board. Okay. Then I would love if you could support my film that's going to be coming out in festivals soon. It's called Made in America Film, and that's on Instagram. So, you know, just Made in America Film. You can look it up on there. And, and yeah. Awesome. So, the Armida Lopez all across the board and Made in America Film. I'm so excited to support you and go follow those immediately. I think I follow one, so I got to follow the other one. Um, th- yeah, this- I'm going to follow you back, too. Please do. Please do. This has been a joy yeah. and so awesome to chat with you. Thank you so, so, so much. 
No, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for awesome questions. Thank you. I love your questions. Thank you. And anytime you want to come back on, just shoot me an email or a text or an Instagram and be like, hey, I want to talk to somebody and I'll be here. Thank you so much, Roy. Thank you. Have a great day and go back to bed. It's still early. Yeah. Happy Friday. (laughs) Happy Friday. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.